the unraveling of indian history is an arduous task it is more confounding when one tries to sort out the relationship antiquity of sanskrit and other languages like tamil and kannada of tamil nadu i am sure i will have more surprises when i go with an open mind when i try to find out the relationship and its implication in terms of the spread of sanatana dharma throughout the world now that i have explored a little on sanatana dharma through my blog site www.ramanishblog.in the relationship between sanskrit and their relationship with tamil and sanatana dharma sanskrit is quite ancient and our present reading of history does not do justice to any of them neither does it do justice to tamil nor does it to sanatana dharma what are the facts tamil kings were present during the swayambara of nala and damayanti and they were the ancestors of rama shiva worship in south of india preceded the vedic texts the city of tiruvannamalai the play the abode of shiva is about 3.9 million years old tirupati where lord balaji temple is situated is about 2100 million years old there is a million year old advanced tamil civilization site near chennai now and there is jwalapuram near kadappa rayalaseema it's about 17000 years old where nataraja idol is found the nataraja idol was the basis on which this decision was arrived at by linking it with the emission of volcanic emissions agastya's travel to south india has been documented around 5000 bc and another at 20000 years ago and this ties exactly with what is found in indian ancient text velis a dynasty of kings were brought from dwaraka to south by sage agastya tamil brahmi spirit is found in harappa satyavrata munu ancestor of lord rama and father of ikshvaku who founded the dynasty of surya that is the solar dynasty he was from dravida desa that is from the south of india satyavrata manu the first human being meditated near madagascar shiva trinetra dance that is the third eye dance is performed even today by the aborigines of australia there is also a speculation that daksha hid in the arctic and the city of daksha is emerging in the antarctic sorry antarctica due to the tectonic plane india was near the near arctic near arctic a long time ago and the rigveda was composed there the cultural exchange between south and north of india was quite frequent and very close sri rama supported the lemurian in their war against atlanteans traces of tamil language and tamil culture is found among the tribes of northwest of india and southwest of present iran 
Now, a new theory suggests that Tamilism was present in the area surrounding Iran and Tamil in its rudimentary form is found there even now. The word Tamilism is from the usage of the same word in the same sense by their Elamite civilization. McAlpin of 1975 in his study identified some similarities between Elamite and Dravidian. He proposed that 20% of Dravidian and Elamite vocabulary are cognates while 12% are probable cognates. He further proposed that Elamite and Dravidian possess similar second-person pronouns and parallel case endings. For example, the term for mother in Elamite language and in different Dravidian languages like Tamil is Amma. Amma. They have identical derivatives, abstract nouns, and the same verb stem plus tense marker and personal ending structure. Both have two positive senses, a past and a non-past. Apart from the linguistic similarities, the Elamo-Dravidian hypothesis rests on the claim that agriculture spread from the Near East to the Indus Valley region via Iram. This would suggest that agriculture brought a new language as well as farming from Iram. Supporting ethnobotanical data, data include the Near Eastern region and the name of wheat. But this is research is by D. Fuller. Later evidence of extensive trade between Iram and the Indus Valley civilization suggests ongoing links between the two regions. The distribution of living Dravidian languages concentrated mostly in southern India but isolated pockets in southern Afghanistan and Pakistan, Brahe, and in central and east India, Kuruk, Malto, suggests to some wider past distribution of the Dravidian languages. However, there are varied opinions about the origin of northern Dravidian languages like Brahe, Kuruk, and Malto. The Kuruk have traditionally claimed to be from the Deccan Peninsula, more specifically Karnataka. The same tradition has existed of the Brahvi. They call themselves immigrants. Many scholars hold the same view of the Brahvi, such as L.H. Horace Pereira and M. Ratna Sabapati. Moreover, it has now been demonstrated that the Brahvi only migrated into Balajistan from the central India after 1000 BC. The absence of any older Iranian loanword in Brahi supports this hypothesis. The main Iranian contributor to Brahi vocabulary is Baluchi, is a Western Iranian language like Kurdish. The people of Iram, yes, Tamil, Iram means, in Tamil, Iram means homeland, where the first to civilize the, were the first to civilize the Iranian peninsula in the, two, in the 2700 BC period. They were contemporaries of the Egyptians, the Mitannis, and the Hittis. The Elamites were a significant people till 800 BC in Persia, that is modern Iran. The Elamites concluded a major treaty with the Akkadian king, Naramsin. And Naramsin, Naramsin here as I already said, the <coughs> Sin means Chandra. Possibly Narayana Chandra could be his name. In another one, I have said Ramachandra. It's also Ramachandra also might denote Rama. There is this connection that exists. Akkadian language itself is implicated 
itself implicated in being in cahoots with Sanskrit and Indus Valley languages and the creation and spread of most modern languages except Sino languages. One of the most prominent rulers of Babylon was Nebuchadnezzar, as spelled in English. Replace B with B and D. You are very close to Tamil name Nedum Chedian, Nedun Chedinuru, a current and modern Tamil name. Interestingly, Nedun Chedian is more famous as the fabled king, Earring Pandian king in the Tamil classic Silapadikaram. Nedun Chedian mistaken. <coughs> Mistaken justice. Nedinjayan's mistaken justice brings him grief and finally death. Nedinjayan is overshadowed by the other king, Sharon Shingutuan's fame in the Tamil classic written by the Jain saint Ilangodil, who happens to be brother of Sharon Shingutuan. The oldest Iranian language not based on Sanskrit is Tamil. There is 3,000 year old history that Tamil language has, which makes it one of the oldest living languages. I differ in this, with this in the sense that I date Tamil to be at least 16,000 years old, at a very conservative estimate. Related languages are in use even today in Pakistan, where the Brahi tribe speaks related version of the Tamil language. The Brahis have marriage preferences which are similar to South Indians. Cousins are preferred in marriage rather than North Indians. Brahi, a people of Balochistan, inhabiting the Brahi mountains, which extend continuously from the near Balan Pass to Cape Monze on the Arabian Sea. The Khan of Kalat, the native ruler of Balochistan, is himself a Brahi and a linear descendant of Kumbar, former chief of Kumbarani, a Brahi tribe. The origin of Brahi is an ethnological mystery. The origins of Brahis are even more puzzling than those of the Baluch, for the language is not Indo-European at all, but belongs to the very same Dravidian family as Tamil and other languages of South India, spoken over a thousand miles away, thousand years of back. One theory has it that the Brahis are the last northern survivors of a Dravidian-speaking population, which perhaps created the Indus Valley civilization, but it seems more likely that they too arrived as a result of a long tribal migration at some earlier date from the peninsular India. Bishop Robert Caldwell and other authorities declared them Dravidian and regard them as the western borders of Dravidian India. The Brahis declared themselves to be the aborigines of the country, country they occupied, their ancestors coming from Aleppo. For this, there seems to be little foundation, and the language which has no affinities with Persian, Pushtu, or Baluchi must be, according to the most eminent scholars, classed among the Dravidian languages tongues of South and Southern India. Probably, the Brahus are of Dravidian stock, a branch long isolated from their kindred, much Arabized, and thus exhibiting a marked hybridism. And more information on to follow in my forthcoming podcast and you can we can always find more similarities existing between the cultures in the Middle East.